You said you just needed a vial of her blood. Well, forget blood. You know how much a whole head of one of these things is worth? To my boss, to the government. In the right hands, this is the power to make more of them. Power to control your own zombie army. That's the ultimate WMD. Welcome. I'm Andrew Dice. And I'm Stephen Colbert. And this is Army of the Dead by the Minute. We have covered this zombie virus is this zombie virus's alien origins, the zombie war that has that is confined within the title sequence, but we've unpacked a lot of that. And in the process, we have set up <laughs> unpacking the I guess probably the most unspoken storyline, literally unspoken storyline of Army of the Dead, which is the U.S. military conspiracy that I know for a fact a ton of people that I've talked to about this movie have completely missed, and that includes robot zombies. This is what you've been waiting for. Are you ready to talk about the U.S. military, the Secretary of Defense, inter-branch and intra-military jockeying for position and competing objectives and missions nuclear bombs dropping, and Terminator zombies. Yeah, you took a long time to get to the robot zombies part of that. But yes, I am ready. Well, I knew people were waiting for it, right? (laughs) So we spoke a bit before, I think as it pertained explicitly to the zombie war and Vandero's role in it, that we see him rescuing a high-ranking military figure from Las Vegas before it is shut down. That is why Scott is... Or I guess that's why Scott and his crew implicitly are hired or sought out by Tanaka um, to to pull off this mission because they're the ones who get the job done. And we talked about the military's role. Let's just say they are not they are if not totally responsible, then absolutely complicit in the existence of Zeus and the attempted transportation of him from Area 51. So they caused it. Scott only enters the picture here because of their crossover with the U.S. military. And now, the actual, I guess, the inciting incident of this particular movie story is Bly Tanaka coming to the Lucky Boy to hire Scott. And we learn, when Scott decides that he's going to accept the job, that this is not simply a casino vault heist. Uh, This is not about money. This is about the military figures that are working with Bly Tanaka, which implies a completely different plot that's actually going right. on here. Well, I think when you say we, when Scott accepts, we learn that. I think if you're if you're paying attention to like the visual cues, you learn it because, it, like as you said, it is never spoken. But what right. we do see is that Tanaka is at his house, or it's actually Zach's house is where they shot that. <laughs> and then he's standing around a table with a guys in, a, in, in uniform, which I thought was interesting. Like why go to a secret military meeting in uniform? So that either implies that uh, they had to do that simply for visual communication or that it's not quite so secret as you would kind of assume something that shady. Right, would be. It is, it's official in some capacity. Yeah. Even if it is off the books or under wraps, the fa- it's also very noticeable that they have someone in, like, Navy dress uniform 
someone in another dress uniform, which I have a harder time making out in the background, and then someone with just a little, you know, like clearance tag on their pocket. So even that communicates that these are different government interdepartmental figures. cooperation with a private yes, that yeah, a private citizen. And you would uh, it's weird because then you would assume that Bly Tanaka is either working with them or working for them. Mm-hmm. Like it, it would be a harder sell to claim that they were working for him. If it's like three different high ranking people and he is seeking out this, this team for rescuing the secretary of defense, obviously. Okay. Now the simple way that you can read this and we'll, we'll get into, you know what? Let's save that. Let's get into the <laughs> Martin, the, the line spoken by Martin. Because I think that is something that I've seen people call out as like potential plot. Tanaka or... doesn't care about the money. Yeah, right. <laughs> God. Um, the point that you brought up is that the Secretary of Defense is saved by Scott's team. We know that there's some question over uh, there may be more than one Secretary of Defense in this, uh, in like the Army of the Dead universe that we're going to be meeting. Certainly there are two that are going to be playing a Secretary of Defense, but the most important thing is that either one is not present at the meeting with Bly Tanaka. Right. And, and to clarify what you're, what you're saying is you're, you're referencing the fact that Harry Lennox is playing the Secretary of Defense in the Army of the Dead Las Vegas animated prequel. And so because it's a prequel and because it's obviously not Harry Lennox that they pull out of through the wall in the, the flashbacks in the, in the beginning of the, um, opening sequence of the movie, there's a question about, is that the same person just being recast or is it, you know, there's, that's, I think not probably a, a, a red herring to chase down exactly why that is. Oh yeah. Because it could even, it could be as simple as he was there and we just didn't see him. Right. We saw Vandero rescuing someone else with a briefcase. Right. Yeah, exactly. That they can, they can write that away any way they want. But the bigger point being, we know. Well, there we know either the Secretary of Defense is the guy that they pull out and he isn't here with Tanaka or a Terry Lennox and he also is not here with Tanaka. And working perfectly in tandem with that, we get an update about the nuclear strike that goes completely against the purposes of Bly Tanaka and all of these other people that he is here working yeah, with. Yeah, that's a specific angle that of, like you said, the military conspiracy isn't even really spoken about. But what I've seen spoken about even less is the fact that. The nuke, it, it has nothing to do with Tanaka's plan, even though he's coordinating with the military in some way, which has kind of massive implications for the state of is, the U.S. military in the face of. Yeah, zombies. well, and is, is the military, is the government on the same page or all the branches of the military on the same page? Is this a rogue faction of the military that Tanaka is working with? You know, is the is the president on a different like what like why is this is this lack of communication or is this because he is trying to stop Tanaka from succeeding? Yeah, is it were were the president and the secretary of defense aware of what was happening in Area Fifty One and this is covering up their mess, or and now these other figures with Bly Tanaka don't want to let them or don't want this to be ended? Or is it a case of the president and the secretary of defense not knowing about it at all, now trying to clean the cupboards and these same people who are responsible for it before saying, no, 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 we, we need these super soldiers. 
Right, exactly. It's yeah, and I think the implication of the one way would be the typical military conspiracy in in another movie would be something like in Lord of War, where you've got these rogue, high-ranking officials in the military selling excess weapons right. off to the private market and lining their own pockets with it. With say a billionaire who owns casinos, exactly. <laughs> who and he is you know mediating the sale between whatever rogue state and the U.S. government who has access to the genetic material at Area 51 or whatever the connection is there. But that would be like the expected kind of sci-fi movie conspiracy twist on this. Yeah, and that is kind of a – I guess it is – it's like when you when you spell out the pieces of this, it sounds like we are being conspiracy theorists. But then the story that you end up at is totally believable, which is that the the – president has this plan the secretary of defense has this plan i would be fine believing the secretary wants to destroy this since he apparently saw it very close up and was almost killed by it um well so they also, are saying we gotta that end goes this. back to our question from earlier though from when we talked about the secretary of defense before why did he see it from up close in the first place right and like, yeah. what was that brief like it doesn't make any sense for him to a bachelor weekend. <laughs> <laughs> he just happened to be there in Vegas with the Joint Chiefs. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. So I think there, there's a lot of questions that we don't know the answers to. But so we can kind of draw the lines to here's the the types of stories that they would tell with these ingredients. But you know, we it's not exactly clear which one they're doing. Yeah, and if there is something, you know, if it is as simple as the president wants to, I'm going to clean up the mess that you made or whatever by being these scheming, you know, backroom dealing um, psychopaths who want to create some super soldier army of undead people. And rather than killing Zeus, you wanted to contain him and study him. And then those same scheming military figures going, well, let's make, you know what, let's get in there and actually make sure that this doesn't work in the schemiest way we possibly can. Because at this point, this zombie like virus or, or alien strain or whatever you want to call it is a government asset like this. Is right. Or as far as they're concerned, held, it is. Yeah. This is being, I, he is government property, yeah, right? Well, I mean, that's kind of why they were trying to transport. There's a fugitive it. version of this movie where Zeus is, is <laughs> fleeing from the, the government operatives trying to apprehend him. And he hides out with a family or something, and you've got the general on the phone, and be like, "Bring him in. That man is U.S. government property." Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. He belongs yeah. to me. That's like US pounding government. the desk. Yeah, <laughs> that's our science flowing in your veins, yeah. soldier. Yeah, yeah, totally. And that. So then we have. Which apparently, that's Christian Slater's the, the character cr- in the animated series. That's what Zach said in one of the exact, his one dialogue. of the interviews. That Zach said that that's basically how he talks. Like the, everything he says is just like. Oh, yeah. perfect. Suck it up, okay. buttercup. This is the U.S. government. What did you think you were signing up for? Yes. Like, <laughs> Oh, my God. Yes. Perfect. Okay. So, yeah. So, the I, I always kind of enjoy Tanaka turning around, and he's like, he's in. And they're all like, ooh. <laughs> like, they have that little moment of like, oh, yes. Oh, it's all coming together. I think, obviously, then the question becomes, there are some stuff on screen. I don't know if it, how how meta it's supposed to be. That it's like, oh, this bombing on the 4th of July is polling badly. Let's just move it up then. Whatever. Uh, we, we don't want people to be unhappy. It's not like some nefarious, you know, or or 
equally deceitful reason that they are pushing up. Like they've got they've caught wind of yeah. Tanaka's plan. Well, and the president is presented something. as a bit incompetent, right? <laughs> as it would be kind of cool if you think about it. And yeah, kind of patriotic, patriotic right? if you think about it. And so either that's a that's a facade for something more nefarious to allow him to do stuff unsuspected or that's that's legitimate and which would mean that they are i guess if you go back to the original ask from tanaka he's saying the money is in the vault and they're going to nuke it and so we want to get the money out before they nuke it but as martin informs us tanaka doesn't care about the money and so what does that mean that means yeah, that what they do want is the the genetic material or the head or what the vial of blood or whatever and so they need to go get it before the nuke so there's also the fact that they could the whole mission could exist because they're like okay they're gonna nuke it we need to a use that as cloud cover or smoke screen to do this mission b it's now or never like we lose our opportunity to continue whatever this project is or was unless we can go in there and get zeus or the queen or an alpha or blood or whatever they need right there's there's some let me just let me verify here some dialogue that you brought up. The Martin question is is an interesting one. I think that because part of this comes across as he's just a malicious weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> that um you know, it's it's like Is the head necessary or could they have done it with a vial of blood? <laughs> yeah, they could have done it with a vial of blood, right? But but there's the thing where it, this gets painted as well, why do they do the job. And I feel like when I realized that the military was there with Tanaka, it was, oh, this whole heist is cover. Yeah. This is a, a purely a cover story for it. Martin, his objective is obviously to break off from the rest of the group and do this and then see how the mission turns out. If he needs to leave, then he leaves. He knows the way out and all that. But But the idea that the money is not a factor... I'm sure Tanaka is very happy to get that money, <laughs> to get that money back into his pocket. But when he gives the job, he says, are you in? Yes, you're in. Okay, great. You'll need a safe cracker. You'll need a helicopter pilot. So it's very clear that like, hey, the important thing isn't that you pull this mission off. It's that you get Martin in. Right. The, the, the important thing is that if any part of this goes wrong, the cover is totally unrelated to the military completely related to these people trying to rob this casino. Right. And what are they going to say? The guy who owns the casino hired us to rob it. That's like, that's well, and no, that won't. Again, there's work. a couple different directions. You can take that too, because if you look at the specific team that Tanaka targeted to get them into the city, and then also when Martin is talking to Lily, the coyote, he says, what do you know about them or about the, the alphas? And she says yeah. everything. And he says, good. But then he doesn't you you'd think she would be an asset to them then because she knows more about it than other people. But the intention is to abandon and let the team die. He was the plan was always for him to steal the helicopter from them. The plan was they knew the nuke was coming. So they intended. Yeah, I don't know if it was the purpose of the plan or just a fortunate side effect cover up. But Scott and Vanderhoe and. Maria and the rest of the team were all going to, if everything had gone according to plan, I guess they died anyway. They would have been locked, would have been in, locked there. in there and died. And Martin would have gotten away with yeah. the, the vial of blood or the head or whatever it was that he had or needed. 
And then yeah. also Lily. So why would he say it? it makes me think that him saying good means, oh, good, you'll be locked in here with them also when the nuke lands. And so there's nobody out in the wild knowing about right. the elves. I guess we, he never got to that point. Yeah. Uh, although Lily's actions would dictate that she knew he was going to double cross everybody at some point. Yeah. And that is a lot of this, I think, comes from totally like assuming that Martin is an idiot and not like even just a conniving guy. But also the the thing that he says is, do you know what this is worth? Like to to my boss, not not in terms of just cash, uh, even though that is part of it. But th- working with the U.S. military, which he obviously is in doing this, um, that is the biggest. That's the path forward. It isn't like forget one hundred and fifty million dollars. This can get a billion. Uh, it's just, it, 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 I always take that as like, people are doing a lot of weird reasoning that is like, but he could be doing both. Like it's not because Martin takes some of the cash when he leaves them behind. Right. Right. I mean, uh, the bottom line is like, if they had gotten away with the money, then terrific. But I think the money functions most as it's just cover for, for all of this, that it, there are a lot of people here who can end up getting arrested or killed, or they are known by certain people. So it's a very good cover. Take that out of there. The military, what what other reason could you possibly give for people to be going in there before it's destroyed? I feel like the most obvious explanation would be you went in there to get a sample or to prevent what this bombing is supposed to do. Why is everyone else leaving and you're the only people going in? That seems like... Oh, we need we need to be doing this for money, and then all all the questions cease, and then it's fine, and then the people that are working with Tanaka don't need to worry about it tracing back to him or them, right? To the since apparently the president and Secretary of Defense may be, you know, opposed to them or just the president alone, which which has its own. I mean, he's a political animal more than he is a military one, right? So that is that implies like. There is a conspiracy, not just through the U.S. military, but the U.S. government, about what has taken place there and what has been contained and what is going on, which leads us to, I will make the pivot, the robot zombies. Yes. Zombies that, when shot, give off explosions of sparks and expose their, how would we say it? Expose them to have <laughs> expose the Terminator skulls beneath their rotting flesh. I think you can see this twice that I know of for sure. I think there are three times that you see one like spark. Um, but I can't remember. I don't know if they're the same ones or or different ones. But I, around the pool scene after the zombie baby dies and the queen dies. Oh, you yeah, the glowing, glowing eye, right? You can yeah. see, yeah. There's one when they are, uh, when the, let's, I'm just going to call them heisters, are trying to escape in the hallway. One of the zombies gets shot and sparks fly off. And then when they get onto the casino floor, that's the, I think that's the, yeah, maybe um, it only is two. that's the shot that everyone was screen grabbing, yeah. where it totally blows the skin off of his face and it is just a full-on yeah. Terminator. There is an explanation for this that was almost impossible to believe explained by Zack Snyder before the movie came out. Yeah, actually, and it's really funny because 
there's it seemed like they told us a lot on the set visit and then there's a bunch of stuff that was revealed in interviews leading up to the movie and you know zach always likes to drop his hints and then right before the embargo lifted for all the set visit coverage they netflix released an additional q a with zach and one of the questions was something like in what ways were you aiming to set this film apart from other zombie films? And he just says, Oh, I had the idea from the beginning that these zombies are going to embody evolution and they are on their way to some, something else. You know, same thing we've heard, you know, a bunch of times. And then he gets that, that would explicitly refer to and Zeus the alphas has some glowy blue right. stuff in him. Baby born of alpha zombies is glowing blue. And then, however, the oh, yeah, twist is, yeah, continue. he says, and without giving away too much, <laughs> if you pay attention, right, or if you pay close attention, there's a number of zombies that are clearly not zombies. You see normal zombies, <laughs> and then you see some robot zombies. And <laughs> in in true Zach fashion, as I said about the way they teased Area 51 at, at the set visit the whole time, he follows it up with. Are they monitors that the government has placed among the zombies to monitor them? Are they technology from the other world? What's happening there? So, Stephen, what's happening there? I I think as trying to parse the what he is saying and how he is saying it, just because we've seen the way he teases stuff enough. I've, I feel like the questions he's asking are, are trying to prompt discussion, but they're also a little bit of a hint. And often it's a little bit of both. And so he'll pose something as an either or, and it's often yes. Where, so he right, says, are they right. monitors the government has placed among the zombies to monitor them? It's like, well, that's a very specific. That was not, if you had said, what are the robot zombies? I yeah. wouldn't have said, I wouldn't have guessed that very quickly. Oh, they're like spies. <laughs> they're like uh, pretend, like in that Futurama episode where where finally yeah. the pretend I mean, it, it robots. Been like, oh, the robot zombies were they created by a hermit that lives outside the city who wants to observe the zombies in their ways? I'd be like, I don't. <laughs> that was very. Why did you? I'll say yeah. yes. I, it sounds like maybe that's a yes. And then, but he also says, are they technology from the other world? What's happening there? And so I think that given the level of technology employed throughout. I'd say a hundred percent of the rest of the movie. There's no, there's nothing this high. Like their phones are the same. It's like, there's right. no, the idea of a, of a robot hu- human, like a T 800 yeah. imperceptible yeah, is so, as <laughs> is so far out. It does not fit with the way this universe is built now. So I would say, I I, yeah. I believe that it's got something to do with the government monitoring. The, I, I think maybe the government has an idea they're there or put them there, but the technology has to have been learned or gifted to them by another civilization that has evolved that far. Okay. That's yes. That would be one. One example would be a tenuous, but unclear link between the robot, the robotics of the robot zombies and the origin of what is happening to them, right? Like what is transforming them into higher forms of physical, you know, ability and that we know for sure is somehow tied to, for some of them, the blue glow seen in Zeus 
and the baby are somehow connected to the blue glow of their Terminator eyes. Yeah. Now, on the other end of that, I have obviously thought about this for a very long time, and intensely. The one conclusion that I can come to is that the government obviously knows more about not only Zeus, but the alphas and the zombies than the average person does. Yeah, which adds a new layer to the question of the government not being on the same page universally. Because... Right. These are not if, just shambling people yeah, leaders. If, if, if those robot zombies were employed by, let's say, Tanaka and the and or the parts of the military or the people within the military that we saw him with, you would think that the, the robot would be capable of obtaining whatever genetic sample they need and bringing it out of the city to them. Unless right. they lost control and they just assimilated. It feels like a, like a Rick and Morty plot or something where the robot zombie forgets it's a robot <laughs> zombie and just becomes an alpha. Yes. That, okay. I'll put a pin in that because that's the other side of it. So the simplest is the government wanted to find out what the heck was going on with these actual zombies because we have no sign of Zeus. This is not what is witnessed in him, is the shamblers. And Lily the Coyote says, when you become an alpha, you get taken to the Hotel Olympus, are never seen again. They do not leave the hotel. Only the shamblers are out, aside from the queen and the general that come and take these offerings. That that speaks to itself, and that is part of why Vandero saying the alphas, and Lily knowing what he's talking about, separates them as people who know more than most people do about these things. So if the government wanted to find out what was going on, they are both experts in Zeus and the actual alphas existing at all, and how this virus works, at least in some way. So I will posit my theory, which is capturing a zombie or slash and way more like juicy uh, idea here, creating a zombie that has parts of it that are meant to survive decomposition to record or to provide some kind of surveillance that is within the realm of like okay that like it it's it's very we're obviously in the sci-fi realm of things here but if you told me that they grabbed a zombie and then shoved a camera or in a skull oh, box yeah, and it wouldn't in die. its head and then just sent it back in because okay now who cares what happens to this we'll be watching everything that it sees it's still a zombie it's still going to think like a zombie and move like one but if somebody were to tear this skin away, they're going to see this metal yeah. thing that I would say that I could buy within the context of this movie. And because it is a Zack Snyder film, he would say, let's just give it a Terminator skull because that's yeah, way cool. Well, and, and that because in my world, in my world, the army says, OK, look, remove w the skin, apply this metal Terminator shell so that th this thing doesn't get brained. And then serves no purpose to us because this is super expensive, guys, and you have no idea how hard this was to get him. Let's encase his head in metal uh, and then reskin him 
and then release this zombie back in. Maybe microwave a hand and then throw it over <laughs> the shipping containers. And then now we can watch what he's doing and where they're going and everything. That doesn't answer the blue glow, but I feel like it is at least, it's more believable than anything else yeah. I've seen or anything that anyone well, else is going to assume. Well, the blue glow in that case would be like the beeping transmitter that Jimmy Olsen oh, yes. has in his camera where... Why Why does it glow blue? Isn't that a giveaway? It's like, well, no, it's because it's sci-fi and the camera's got to glow blue. To, But I think that that is really fascinating and opens up something that maybe isn't worth exploring in this episode specifically, but is an interesting angle on the whole thing about what the government would do with zombies like that is the fact that you could do that kind of experimentation or operations or modifications to them without killing them. It would be very difficult to open up a human head and insert a camera and optics and close it back up and then just like let them go and have nobody notice <laughs> what's going on. Yeah. Whereas with these guys, basically <laughs> so zombie. long as the brain is mostly preserved, you can you can change just about anything and they won't know what's going on. The rest of the zombies won't know what's going on. Um, it would be like a like when they put a camera on an animal and they release it into a habitat to observe. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But way cooler. Also, if they did that and then this alpha ran back to the Hotel Olympus and they saw a massive like collection army, you know, of alpha zombies with Zeus now like robed up. And with a spear and with a queen, they would be like, okay, so let's yeah. nuke this. <laughs> because this is already way out of yeah, hand. Speaking of, uh, nuke speaking it of Rick and Morty, that is very much a Rick and Morty plot that we just outlined there of like, or just blow it up. Of just, of, well, just the idea that they they don't see what's going They create this thing and it goes away. And they're like, well, let's just check and see how it's going. And it goes back and it's like, whoa, robes and staffs and ceremonies. Yeah. <laughs> Cut to yeah. mushroom cloud. Just b- burn the the entire thing. Out of there. And that is, like, I can absolutely see the, like, um, you know, uh, Love, Death, and Robots or Animatrix version of within the Army of the Dead universe that is, like, the soldier, like, the Kyle Reese soldier that's, like, I volunteer. And they, like, infect him with a zombie virus and they equip him with, like, a metal half-skull, like, Kano. And then he's just, like... The whole story is him like succumbing to like wanting to follow Zeus because it's doing to him, even though he knows it's so, like that yeah. is a hundred percent the tone of this universe. Yeah, exactly. So, well, and also whether I think the idea that the zombie brain is still intact and it's not actually purely a robot makes a lot of things make sense. In addition to that, also helps explain why they needed to send in Martin because you can't just say like, oh, just have one of the robots bring it out. Because the robot can't bring it out because the ca- it's just a, the camera is just on for a ride. It's not a remote controlled right. thing. Um, although, yeah, it is giving yeah, it exactly. sentience, but then having Zeus take control of it because it uses the alien technology is also a, a cool thing. Like it loses. That would be that would definitely be the shot that ends the Love, Death, and Robots sketch, which would be him closing the red eye and then him saying like. I love Zeus, <laughs> and then like the eye opens and it's blue, yeah. and whatever weird alienness was going on that was in Zeus and in the baby is like, oh, you you idiots put a computer into us. 
Like we're going to take over the computer and then this is just going to be another well thing that, that we but add. also there's also a version of it that's that's again love death and robots where you have a it's a question of free will and sentience right where they build this robot designed right. after this but then it exists with these people and they treat it as equal whereas the humans didn't treat it as equal and it starts to question its purpose in the world and it's it has a purpose with Zeus and it overrides its programming to become one of the zombies like that and that is what it aspires to be it is a victory over the technology right like there's a that's that's kind of a cool story in there also where it is literally a, a like a T100 or T800 or whatever where it becomes like inspired or sentient enough to to choose to be an alpha yeah i guess what we're not what we don't see is that Zeus bites them in the pool and then they like carry him off into the next room. And it's like that, uh, like a video touch wall. And Zeus is like, here's how the electoral college <laughs> works. And in order to pass legislation in the Senate, you need, and they're just like, it's all broken. I need to follow you, Zeus. And then it's like, oh, they're actually, they want to follow him. It's not some primal thing. He's like, look, Everyone votes for the president and it's a democratic vote. You have a put put every bill should go to a referendum of the entire country. And they're like, this is the way. <laughs> and then, of course, the president and the Joint Chiefs would be like, they all yeah, need they to die. Nuked. We need to nuke this. Yes. I'm positive. That's my headcanon. I'm not going to claim that that's canon, but the headcanon, the aptly titled uh, headcanon is that that is a crazy robot skull that has been placed onto... What instantly becomes the coolest zombie in Las Vegas, which is a hell of a title. <laughs> the, it's like it's it's a children's book. The coolest zombie in Las Vegas. Las Vegas. <laughs> uh, Jimmy, maybe. the coolest Netflix? zombie in Las Vegas. Jimmy had a metal head. All oh. of Jimmy's fellow zombie friends were jealous because of his metal head. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling myself that I think it's Sergeant Kelly that his first name is Jimmy. That that would be Michael Cassidy. Shout outs to Michael Cassidy. But yeah, that is all like uh, the reason why this isn't just kind of like navel gazing or just like philosophy is Vandero survives, which means he, it, the question is not just what kind of outbreak does he cause or is he going to be some kind of leader of zombies? He's someone who has some military background knows Zeus like we were talking about before he became Zeus. So he has more knowledge about what alphas are, but it's also they have him connected to saving the military that was in Las Vegas. So it's totally plausible that he knows more about the government side as well. Or so is suspicious of it, yeah. They've, they've, yeah, they've ended the movie by making him the most valuable person to well, period. And he is also the guy that could most believably reveal the actual story that's going on. Zombie Blade. And then it would be, oh, that's all actually. No, no. 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 What was Fleshwalker? Like, I don't even know what you, what the equivalent well, would be I guess there. All I, all I mean by that is just like a cool AF dude who is, has the, has the, oh, the yeah, benefits okay. of, the, of being a zombie without the drawback of being a zombie. 
Yeah. That would be harder to sell as a zombie movie at that point. Yeah, but also I don't think that but, this franchise is uh, is is sure. pu- I think people are treating it as a zombie franchise, but I don't think it is a zombie franchise. I think it is Well, it's an alien well, franchise. Well, and I think right? I think each movie because like for example, the the Dieter prequel series or a Dieter prequel movie is is not about zombies at all. It's it takes place in in Germany right. and and it's a, a, a rom-com heist. So I've, I've got a feeling that like the sequel to this is not going to be a zombie sequel. It is going to be the, the, the blade or the, the, the fugitive or the, you know, it's going to take the, uh, the, the planet of the apes. <laughs> right. Okay. All right. Well, I'm I'm sad because that means there uh, the odds are much lower of there being robot zombies well, it can unless be, it can still ooh, be zombies. he finds them yeah he can control them right yeah and then it's like you're free now follow me and then they're like we are your Terminator um, army and we serve you zombie king of Las yeah. Vegas and then he goes Although back there's there there's a part of me that would want oh, because, him to become yeah. a robot zombie like oh and, wow. I, and actually that opens up another angle with the robot zombies too is maybe maybe they were alphas that the government was experimenting on doing like cyber because if they were doing there was super soldier experimentation going on zach confirmed so presumably one of those ways would be look like this is your wolverine right this Mm. this is your your weapon x template of whoa we can do anything to these guys and they'll still that they they will move without without restraint because they they can overcome their pain. Right. They can, you know, we can make severe modifications to them and they'll still, still operate. And so what can we, maybe they're implanting stuff into the brain so they can try to control the body or maybe they're trying to upgrade them. Wow. There's all sorts of different, like, and so in that case, then these would be other, like, so Zeus was one test subject and these would, you know, like say he's, he's, uh, you know, test subject X and this is Y and Z are the, are the other robots um, who, who followed him because they are, they are alphas, but they happen to have augmentation or upgrades or cybernetic enhancements from experimentation. Yeah. Oh, you know what? And let's get really grim and dark with it. Maybe these are some of the people that were taken as, Oh no, you're infected with the virus because your temperature is too high. And then just outfitted with the stuff and then dumped into Las Vegas to be turned. True. Yeah. Dark. Yeah. They, they, wow. they put in the augmentation before they turn. That would be interesting. Yeah. Gross. Wow. And then Zeus is like, watch this. I'm gonna make that <laughs> eye blue. I think we've, I think we've covered everything we wanted to talk about with this section of the movie. Yeah, correct? I think so. I mean, I'm sure we could theorize about what's up with the robot zombies for a lot longer, but I think the bottom line is that the door is kind of open in a lot of different directions. And so the, the implications are that are more interesting are kind of the, what it says about the, the military. And so specifically the fact that the, the military is working with technology that isn't theirs and they are doing some kind of experimentation on, I think, I think it's probably safe to say that these are not robots disguised as alphas, but alphas with robot pieces or parts parts and cool. I, and then the fact that they're they're the government is not all a singular uh, doesn't share a singular objective or not all factions within the government or there are factions in the, within the government period that there's people doing stuff under the table or secretly and 
and there's not cooperation there. We will bring to a close this discussion of the movie and its many themes and hidden layers and plot points. We will have a few more coming as we get to the more, I'll say, controversial elements of the film. But for now, please, you know, continue to subscribe, listen along with us, follow us on Twitter at AOTD by the minute or at Snyder Minute, and support the podcast by sharing it around or heading to patreon.com slash Snyder Minute. We'll keep the lights on and keep the microphones burning. My light is red. Mine's blue. Yes. That was me doing the Joint Chiefs behind tonight. <laughs> yes. This isn't what we agreed to. Well, you want your deal or not? Huh? That's what I thought.